Hello and welcome to Happy Maybe, Nikita. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty happy. Not as happy as yesterday, but slightly less happy, but still happy. I had an interesting conversation yesterday. This is Vasily, by the way. Oh, Vasily. Hi, hi, Vasily. This is Nikita. I had an interesting conversation the other day, literally yesterday with a friend who was, she felt very existential and um, she's like, she's like middle-aged woman um, from, not from, from, not from the US. So she's an immigrant. She has kids. She has family. She was married multiple times. She had businesses and she was like complaining to me about how it almost seems like she's done everything that you're supposed to do. And there isn't anything else that's left to do. Like she's been successful. She's had families, you know, she had kids. She, she's pretty much tried everything, including not doing anything. She's tried like just chilling for a while because that's supposedly what you should do when you reach success, quote unquote success. You know, she had houses, she sold houses and she's like, I don't know what to do. And the biggest problem is most people don't seem to understand like her, even her immediate family and some of her friends would look at her and say, wait, but you have everything you're supposed to have. Like why? Why are you not happy? You know, why are you not fulfilled? Because it seems like you, I wish I had what you are having. And sometimes I have, I feel that similar thing from other people. Someone looks at me like, wow, you're a, this young, good looking, supposedly, um, man, and you're whatever, financially independent, you have a job, um, you have a job security and somewhat of a financial security and blah, blah, blah. What are you complaining about? It's like about? you have no right to complain and your concerns are frivolous and superficial. This is kind of the message that the world gives uh, that woman that you talked about you myself and makes you wonder like am I just being a whiny person who is like very annoying to the world achieving these things that people want and then not being grateful to it having the audacity to complain about unhappiness like what who are you <laughs> when you have more than the rest of the world Mm. Um, I was reading this book um, about moral psychology and the author pointed out that most of the studies, specifically in moral psychology, but others too, were done in what he called weird societies. And he called them weird because he called them white educated, W-E-I, something, something democratic society. Industrial. Yep. Something like that. Uh, it was, yeah, it doesn't matter what it was specifically, but he called them weird because he called them, he, he, he said that these are the most un, um, unusual uh, societies um, that you can find on the planet. The majority of people don't live like us. The majority of people don't have that experience. Let me tell you, Western educated, industrialized, rich and democratic. Mm -hmm. That. And it was Joseph Henry, Henrik, and he tried to use, he invented this term to avoid any uh, racial or gender bias. So basically he singled out societies such as the United States or Canada, basically Western societies, right? Uh, is to uh, un unify all the people who live in that society by, by these characteristics. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think we would be very, very, very... Um, the weirdest people. Good representatives of this type of society and the problems we're having are such i agree another example of this is my ex-wife um, who would look at me and say well i think you're unhappy because you don't have anything to worry about it's like you've solved all the regular problems why and you're unhappy because you don't have anything else to do uh, um, okay so I'll, I'll run this thought by you uh, i feel like this is just my my hypothesis um there is a certain amount of space allocated to problem solving and adversity in the mind so when all of your needs are met and the 
a in basic existence and beyond. You know, when you have plenty to eat, uh, comfortable space, you have all the things you want, your brain is tickled in all kinds of ways, then you don't have uh, the so-called real survival problems. But the need to solve them doesn't go away. It's some somehow it's biological, it's baked into the DNA. So you start inventing them. Like, and, and then happiness is kind of like the engine, is the means to, uh, to remind you that you still need to find problems to solve like there's something there you know that you just you don't, you're not seeing it like yeah there's no wild animal hide, hunting you uh, you have plenty to eat you know you have your uh, physical needs met everything you know? but what are you solving then like wh- what are the dangers what are the problems of existence that that uh, that you need to work on so you start inventing some sometimes it's they're very superficial and to uh, at least to other people maybe they're very meaningful to you as, as somebody who's uh, looking for them but what do you think about this nearly every conversation about happiness seems to fall into the stoicism very quickly so what you're describing to me is very close to um, the idea of choosing your challenges in life so you know instead of doing it easy way um, find the thing that is challenging always choose the challenging thing and that's how you will be happy because you will always mm, do the, the the difficult thing I have a blog post um, I have a blog post where I discovered that there are two like main ways of looking at life and there is one like a, I call it toxic positivity it's when people are constantly reminding themselves to be happy like don't use specific words because they have negative connotation um, tell yourself you're ha- whatever you're 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 successful you know this whole thing and there's an entire separate part of the world that um, I call like suffer more is is the tag name that I call that I gave him and the idea is you need to suffer because this is how you live. You need to find the things that are challenging. You need to always push through them. This is the way. And I wonder <laughs> if this dichotomy is necessary. So answering to what you said, um, why can't we just enjoy? It takes effort, apparently, for some people, or maybe for most people to just kick back and enjoy. Um, even like I agree with this approach because it sounds inherently good, positive, like just enjoy, kick back. But for example, I have a friend who, doesn't like to work more than necessary and somehow he got to a comfortable place in life like he's got enough money um, you know some of his relatives passed away and they say he had a couple of apartments he could sell so he has a war chest to enjoy life you know with his wife on the beach which is what he's doing right? <laughs> so uh, and, and he also made some money in life you know using different ways he could be making more money he could bust his ass but he consciously chooses not to rush with that you know like oh, if in the opportunity comes along I'll work I'll freelance or something you know but other than that like why there's coconut water there's the beach there's my my uh, lovely wife and what else why would I you know but I, I find myself kind of judging him low-key of being like come on you know you can do so much more you know because you have this talent you have this professional skill you know, that you can apply and all this kind of stuff you know but I'm, I, I catch myself and I, I slow myself down I fade out my my thought to him and be like you know what I'm actually happy for you and and I'm glad you are like that because you're like a counter counterbalance to to me you know when we, we communicate with him it's like like oh wow I, I see the other way when somebody is genuinely like honestly enjoying the simplicity of life that they achieved and busted their ass at some point but then decided not to and don't care if the society claims or uh, labels them as lazy unproductive they don't give a shit you know so this is another example mm-hmm. 
I have a I have a friend. Um, he's older than me. Um, and I remember when I was talking to him about uh, being frustrated with um, not enjoying any of the existing hobbies that I have, and maybe picking up different hobbies. And like, what is the meaning of life anyway? And you know, he was older, and and he's from slightly different generation. And he looked at me and he said, "Well, I think that's your your responsibility is to take your greatest gift, whatever. Say, I'm a software engineer, so maybe I should take that and 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 perfect it for as." best I can, even if that means to, you know, be financially successful or or career successful um, is like the thing that I should do to sharpen my tools until they're sharp, very sharp, I guess. I'm not sure. I, I don't see where it's going, you know, like, sure, I can I can be much better at what I do, even more better than what I do. There will still be some people who are better at, than me than what I do. And I'll never over, you know, I'll never be better than those. So why try? Yeah. And, and if comparison yourself with others is not the goal, is not the direction, like rationally speaking, then maybe you are as good as you can be now like what why become better because <laughs> you know? are you chasing some level of proficiency in your craft that is better than of you know the, the people in your circle or people you know on the internet like what's the benchmark for, or is it just the process of in improving then what is the velocity of improving you know can i just improve like one percent a year you know is it enough to to be a master of my craft like i don't know i actually have this almost like edgy thing to say in public at least it feels edgy to me but when I have compensation review at work um, at my previous job as well it's it feels odd to me to say that you know if you if I don't see a significant bump in my compensation I'm actually okay that feels so edgy to even say that you know what I don't I'm okay like I'm fine and I know that I could be making three times as much money if I were to actually put effort into like finding a job at whatever at Google at like a higher level and then play the game to be promoted blah 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 but I don't want to and this idea of not wanting this I'm like afraid I'm like right now as I say it I'm afraid to say it out loud because I can almost see like I don't know my job coming back at me and saying ha you don't want to you know as you say Vasily bust your ass you don't want to do more like what's wrong with you but as far as I like my my take on this is I do everything I do including including my job. I do to the best of my abilities. I already do to the best of my abilities. I don't think I could be doing more, but also I don't want to be doing less. So the the like the career development or mm, yeah, the career development seems like an alien concept that isn't at all part of my experience. And yet I do know people who seriously discuss, for example, having multiple jobs. I don't know if you heard this, this idea of having multiple jobs using ChatGPT, for example. Oh, um, Oh yes, yes, yes. I actually, yeah, I even, I even listened to a couple of podcasts with in-depth interviews with two of the major uh, figureheads of the movements. One is called the one movement is called overemployment. Mm -hmm. The other one is called job stacking. But anyway, that's a topic for, good, for a whole different talk. conversation. But yes. Uh -huh. I guess what I was saying is, is it okay to say that I don't want more? That feels edgy to me to say publicly. I'm afraid of being judged for not wanting more. Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. Yeah. I can always see some of my friends. You surprised me. I, I did not know where this, where this thought was going to go. Okay. What do you think of it? How do you, I, I, it's, instead of what do you think of it, how do you see it for yourself? You're further along in your career track and you could be making more money, but you make other choices sometimes. Yeah. I feel like uh, flexibility and personal freedom uh, rank much higher uh, for me. I see how people stress uh, when they do career development. And it also part of me is just not active enough in 
in that realm? Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm not too interested in career development. Uh, I carved out my my place uh, to be where I am. You know, without being a manager of many people, uh, that never appealed to me. Managing a couple of people was already a huge stress for me. Just not, not something I prefer. So yeah, I'm okay with this, and I'm I'm glad to find uh, a kindred spirit in, in you. In that, uh, you know, we're both not like too crazy about the idea of of somehow mm, in a cunning way like crafting our path to raises you know to having multiple jobs you know like being obsessed about this you know i'm i'm cool with what i'm doing now and for, for some time you know i will be cool with it too and i i do respect people who who advance like i recently like a friend of mine actually got a job that it, that pays him 30 percent or something less than the previous job what was his rationale what how was it better or different? Why? So uh, he had to on the uh, the market is not as hot as it used to be. The job market, and he was laid off and, and didn't get many offers. And this company sweetened the deal with the upside. You know, there was potential to do to make some money on uh, stock options. So he he just wanted to make the choice uh, and not agonize about it. But I could tell it was tough for him, you know, to go back in, in the salary realm. You know, but I'm, I'm proud of him that he did because he's the one who always tells me that, you know, maybe I should look into being a, a manager or a VP or something like that. And uh, I always have to remind him that maybe, maybe that's uh, not something that everyone should want. But yes, uh, this is not the topic that I thought we were going to talk about, but I'm glad we did. More to come. So thank you, Nikita. Thank you, Vasily. I love this short format. It's nice, nice and concise. See you soon. Okay, till the next short episode.